Welcome to the family with Act Master Ralph W. Basham, MD. <laughs> Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Bernard. And who was that first woman? In the background. Catherine Brandt, you didn't turn my mic on for me. Thank you very much. Oh, God. It's all on me. No question about it. We will be right back right after this with the family. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan News. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We are back. Alec, it's interesting because I was, I just Googled what Alex said, and there's all kinds of different places that say while CBS paid between seven million and nine million for the licensing rights, right. Megan and Harry will actually make no money from the exclusive program. Uh-huh. So I can see why this is confusing. I know. Right. There's we'll never know conflicting the information all over the Therefore, place. Therefore, we should stop talking about it forever. Yeah, I think you're absolutely Cancel. right. Cancel. Should we talk? Cancel. Should we talk I, about William Sadler? It is interesting how people don't like talking about this. Well, they don't. They don't like talking about either side of it. It's either they're it. really into it or they're not into it at all. So, William, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? William, is there any way that you could give me, because we're going to be on for about a half hour, could you give me 7 to $9 million for the half hour? Just, you know, just sure. send it over and... Sure. <laughs> sure. Where do I send the, the check? Is the check um, okay? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. I, I don't think I have that much cash on me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> William, I got to tell you something. Uh, uh, this is the first time what? I think I've ever uh, we've ever spoken, but uh, you have no bigger fan than me, Pally. 
dude. Thank you so much. Well, well then you can call me Bill. <laughs> I'll call you Bill Sadler, exactly. <laughs> only, yeah, it works only, for me. Producers call, only producers call me William. Okay, good. So, so I, basically, I was very happy with the, the with the bill until you told me only people that I like call me William. <laughs> That's basically no, no, what you just said. Only people that I like call me Bill. Oh, okay, okay. If you, really, yes, very if you good. really like me, it's Billy. Oh, God, I grew up with tons of Billies. I'm a nice Catholic boy. A lot of Billies in my classes. That's all I get to say. <laughs> William, well, how many movies... My, whole family, my, my brothers were Gary, Tom, Gary, Tommy, oh, yeah. Billy, and Cindy. Nice. Absolutely true. The 50s. You're absolutely right. How many movies and TV shows have you been... My God, your career... Uh, the, the, the first movie I saw listed was 1982. Uh, it's <laughs> What a career. What a career, man. I don't. I try not to keep track. I mean, I'm always amazed. That, that, <laughs> that somebody said there's like 170 titles or something. I don't. I don't know. I think so. I I, enjoy, I really love doing the acting. I mean, I love. I love. I've always enjoyed the craft and the art of, of you know creating characters and moments and so. Uh, and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a career. You go from one to another, to another, to another. You know, you've got to keep a roof over your head. And you do indeed, but it's, I, the way I, you I, carry... I find it hard to say no, frankly, because I, I enjoy it too much. I understand that. I, I, looking at uh, the list of movies and all the rest of it, William, one of the things that I've really admired about you is you have that certain look that you can get on your face where it's either the look of a really bad guy, uh, a really good guy, a very powerful guy. I mean, that, those looks you get on your face, you can play any of those roles because that the, the different <laughs> facial expressions you have, it's phenomenal. Oh, dude, well, thank you. Thank you. That's uh, it's absolutely true. It's been, it's been useful. I, when I first got to Los Angeles, um, I did like 11 years of theater in New York, and most of it was comedies. Most of it, I spent a year and a half on Broadway in Biloxi Blues, the Neil Simon play. Oh, sure, um, sure. So, so comedy is always... I know, I played a crazy southern drill sergeant, uh, you know. A, <laughs> there you, know, you go. Sadist, sadistic, <laughs> crazy southern drill sergeant. When I got to Los Angeles, that's all... They, I was villain after villain, after, you know, hard to kill, die hard to... The hot spot. They were all Dylan, sure. Dylan, Dylan. Until I got to Dylan Ted, um, Dylan Ted's bogus journey, and and I was the Grim Reaper, <laughs> which seemed, you know, he, <laughs> when you first see him, he's he's scary as hell, um, and then you know, of course, he starts to lose the games. You know, the boys have to play for their souls, and he loses Battleship and Clue and. Twister, and he just like dissolves into this idiot, this petulant kid, you know, he's like, poor loser, South, you know, best of two out of three, best three out of five, you know, he cheats. I think it's terrific. And he, did, yeah, but he just becomes this love, by the end of the movie, you love him, you love him to death, so. I jumped at the chance be. funny, that's what I, I guess what I was trying to say. No, I understand that completely. Evil doers. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, a unique and stunning thriller, Alice Fades Away, the debut feature by yeah. Ryan Bliss, starring William Sadler, Ashley Shelton, Paxton Singleton, Blanche Baker, original music by Chris French. I want to hear all about the movie. I really do. Because, I, as I said, I've seen everything. You know, I, I was trying to think, basically. Uh, I either, on TV or in movies, 170 times, huh? <laughs> I've sat down and watched something you're in 170 <laughs> times. I didn't even know it was that many times. In the last 40 oh, years. Are you talking about my career again? <laughs> um, yes, I am. Alice, I am, absolutely. Alice Fades Away is a thriller. It's a, it's a woman on the run with a small child. And the, the small child is my, is my, grand, my character's grandson. Um, and I send one of my sons after her. And it happens in this a sort of wonderful moment after World War II when America was just a little wild um, and the costumes are phenomenal but 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 it turns out that the, the person I sent after her is uh, more cool than, uh, <laughs> than I first knew and so she's in some peril and she's hiding out in a, in a home for uh, veterans of the Second World War who have PTSD, and they all have mm. to decide whether to fight for her, fight with her, you know, protect her, or give her over to this to this man who's come for the boy. Um, but anyway, that that's kind of the bones of the story. But it's uh, like I say, it's a pretty intense thriller and beautiful Which, shot. I thought. And I just played. I love I played thrillers. Wealthy, um, I play this wealthy, uh, powerful, wealthy man who's uh, this grandson that he's trying to retrieve is is his legacy. That's that. Oh. That's all he's got left, and he's a you know a no nonsense, capable of tremendous cruelty, but. But at the same time, this is, uh, you know, this is his heart they've run away with. And uh, so that's kind of what drew me to the character, that dichotomy. Being someone who's used to getting their way and, and you know, r- runs into something that they can't buy. They can't, they can't fix it. They can't buy it. They can't, you know, they just have to stand there and take it. You know, Anyways. one of my favorite things about... <laughs> And one of my favorite things about watching thrillers, William, is my wife, Catherine, who's sitting right next to me here. When we mm-hmm. watch thrillers, if there's something yeah. scary, she always pulls a blanket up over her face so she can't see it. I, well, <laughs> it's I'm, wonderful. I'm, I do. I'm that way, too. <laughs> I, I, get, I get carried away. I can't, like, slasher movies. You know, uh, there are movies. Yeah. I've made movies that I have trouble watching because, you know, I have to... You know, what if, what if I have to go down in the basement and, get, you know, fetch something out of the freezer or something? You know, I just, sure. I get too scared. I, you know, <laughs> I don't, I guess people, I, I've never, I've never really understood people that are just horror fans. Um, I mean, devoted horror fans. They just love it. They mm-hmm. can't, you can't scare them too much. They just, mm. you know, they relish it. And I've always, 
I get too scared. I carry it around with me for days, you know. Can't go into a dark room. No, I can see that absolutely. But and, and tell you the truth, I, I don't mind a good horror film, but I'm not a slasher movie kind of guy at all. Right. I'm, I'm not. This, a, I, this is Alice is a thriller. That's like there's a difference. I mean, right. Right. Huge difference. There's like there's a difference between like oh my god, you know, is is, is she going to get away, um, and you know get the chainsaw out, <laughs> just just start just that lopping off thing. Yeah, I can see that happening, absolutely. I, I See, I, I think that's the kind of thing... And maybe right now is a perfect time to release a movie uh, like Alex, uh, uh, Alex, uh, Alice Fades Away because people are so... Dist- I don't know if they're distraught, but they're very nervous right now about the direction the world's headed and, you know, this, we got they're handing out all this money and we're going to be taxed at this rate and people are being canceled. So there's a lot of fear in the world right now. So in order to get assuage some of that fear to watch a thriller I think would I've always enjoyed that like if I'm, I'm very worried about something I like watching a thriller because you realize well it could be much worse I could be the central <laughs> it could be worse. central figure it could be in this, yeah exactly could be this guy <laughs> yes exactly there could be some guy chasing you through the woods um, which I wouldn't I, I, I know what you mean it's, yeah, it's a great time to People need an escape. People need, you know, stories that they can get lost in for a while. But yeah. It's been fantastic for binge-watching, for, you know, people stuck at home so much, um, you know, re-watching the Mad Men and re-watching the Sopranos and re-watch, you know, um, the Queen's Gambit. And oh, great it's, show. It's been, it's been terrific. For um, you know, for that kind of thing, I guess it's been dreadful for movies to try to open in theaters. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Did, I, oh, could, uh, I did Bill and Ted Face the Music, and we opened in we right. opened in September right. of 2020, right in the right in the center of the pandemic, um, and you know, fortunately, it was. It, it had a huge, you know, it had a huge life streaming, and um, you know the reviews were phenomenal, and it, you know, it survived. But I, it's hard to imagine what it might have been like if, if people all over the country, all over the world, could go to the movie theaters and see it. You know. Yeah, I, I wonder about when when the movie theaters do reopen because I've I've always been a fan of going into a movie theater and sitting there watching a movie. It, it just right. what a great experience right. that is. It's, 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 just it's, a it's so much better on a huge screen, you know, in a room full of people. But I'm not sure when we get back to that. Maybe when uh, everybody. You think maybe never? No, no, no. Yeah, that's. The... <laughs> I'm more optimistic. <laughs> no, 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 no. You no. sound like my wife. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm re- I'm more optimistic than that. I think we're gonna. I your think we're gonna get your, back out. Your wife has a very deep voice. I'll tell you that. Good. I'm Hello. glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, there's your wife. Hello, William. Dinner's ready. <laughs> you sound just like that. Bill, wash your hands. <laughs> Bill, wash your hands, Bill. That, I, I would think, love that. That would be fantastic. I, I, have, I have great, I have faith. I have faith in this country. I'm pretty sure we're going we're gonna to figure out our way out of this thing. 
You know, that's, see, that's wonderful to hear, William. That's a wonderful thing to hear because so many people are just so, look, you know, they're just so crestfallen, this whole deal. But so, to, so to hear someone say, no, 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 we're, we're yeah. going to get through it. It's a great country. No, 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 we no, can no. work lean it out. Each, that's wonderful. Lean on each other, you know? Yep. Turn to your, yeah, help your neighbor, you know? Help you. We're going to, we're going to get through this. We're going to get past this. We're vaccinating people faster now than, than any other country on the planet. Yep. We're going to get to a herd immunity. Kids are going to go back to school, which means that parents can start going back to work. They're already saying, if you you know, you can hang out with vaccine. If you've been vaccinated, you can hang out now with people, other people who've been fully vaccinated without masks, without distancing. Yep. So, yep. I mean, I don't. Maybe we're all going to have to wear badges that say I've been vaccinated. <laughs> but, but we're getting there. You know, we're getting there. I think it's uh, it's not going to be. You know, it's, it's been an awful year. But but yeah, we're coming. I think we're coming out of it. I think we're going to. I think we're going to be okay. There, that sounds you have wonderful my word to me. On it. And if it, and if oh, we're not, you can come and find me. I will track you down, sir. I will tell you that. Maybe I'll go see Alex. Alice fades away, and you'll be in the theater and go. I found you, William. I finally tracked I found you down. You. I'm It'll be magnificent. Right behind you in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that to people in the movie theater. I'm right here <laughs> behind you. Are you enjoying <laughs> the show? That'd be, that'd be freaking creepy, man. That would be creepy. Well, but no, but please check out Alice Fades Away. I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it's great entertainment. So we absolutely will get good, that done. It's a good ride. What a pleasure to have you on, sir. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Take have care. Have a good day, sir. And keep your chin up. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll do it. You too, okay. William. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, a lot of people have heard us talk about community banking over the years. We've been doing these commercials. What makes working with a community bank so different for your customers? Our business banking customers honor us by sharing how we're able to help them on any new project, how we're able to quickly get them the funding they need when others in town can't do it. We do it by taking the time to get to know our customers and the challenges they face. When your business banks with us, you are not just another account number. One thing I've always admired about North American Banking Company is how your team treats not only me, but my friends and family that bank with you so respectfully. Tommy, thanks for making me look good, like my team does. As you know, I have a face for radio. We yes, take you do. <laughs> We take pride in doing the right thing for all our customers and the communities we work and live. That's what we mean about being a community bank. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. 
Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again to William Sadler. Really like his acting a lot. Because he can play like a really good cop or a really bad villain or an evil dictator or what. He can play any of those roles. He's got range. Got a lot of range, man. Got a lot of range. Do you think bit bit part actors have more range than Honestly, I think they might. Stars? Yeah, that's a good point. Because if you think about a lot of the biggest stars, they just play the one role. Regardless of yeah, what it is. Yeah, they're typecast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Whereas that's the true. people who play, yeah, they're like in one episode of every show ever written. They have, their roles are varied. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I never appreciate it. No, that, that is very true. Yeah. It is absolutely true. That's all I know, ladies and gentlemen. Um... I just wrote a headline, Minnesota expands vaccine access to chronically ill frontline workers, so that's good news. Uh, we're, what do we, what they say we're now at about 70% of where we want to be? Is it, I mean, I, it, it varies state by state. I know right. some states have gotten it done a lot faster than others, but now that new Johnson & Johnson vaccine is only one shot, right, so that right. should really speed stuff up. No, that's exactly right, so... Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it all works out in the end, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. They the Star Tribune a couple weeks ago said we're all going to be immunized by the end of April. And well, you, let's see. Right now, we got yep, about eleven percent of the state's total population and sixteen percent of the target. The target is three point five million. We're at six hundred thousand. Uh, they better get vaccinating. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Well, the, the big center's open. They're rolling it out. You can go out to the, uh, is it the uh, Vikings Training Center? That's that's a vaccination site. And there's there's a couple other big ones, too, that they you roll in. And half an hour later, you come out the other end with your immunization done, including your 15 minutes of sit down and wait. Make sure you don't go into yeah. anaphylactic shock. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> not a bad plan. Alex, do I have some good news for Well, it might not be news to you, but it's news to me. Okay. You want to hear it? Sure. Remember when we had the herbivorous uh, butchers on the uh, Aubrey and Kale Walsh? Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember we had them on? They're very, very nice people. Mm-hmm. 48th and Chicago. Okay, so I'm trying to figure what's on that corner. 48th and Chicago. Those two kids are opening up a restaurant, which can't be more than 10 minutes from your house, Alex. Mm, you know what it 48th is. 48th and Chicago's. 48th and Chicago oh, is over by... Away. It's in... What is that? It's in about? South Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah, it's South just kind of... It's about... I'm trying to think of where 50 Two miles is. northwest of the airport. Mm, yeah, that would make sense. Actually, Absolutely. not even. It's more like one mile northwest of the is airport. Is like near Nokomis? 
Sounds like whatever the hell that is. Mm, yeah, I that like, would. I think that would make sense. It's kind. Of, yeah. Oh yeah. I Lake Tacoma. It's probably ten blocks away. Okay. So, uh, 48th in Chicago. So Chicago, 50th in Chicago. Oh yeah. So that's yeah. That that'd be pretty nice. Here's what you can do, Alex. What are you going to have for for dinner tonight? Why don't we go to Herbie Butcher's Fried Chicken? They're going to open a vegan fried chicken restaurant. Oh, interesting. I knew you'd be happy about that one. Interesting. No, I think they do. Their food is so good anyway. It is kind of crazy what they've done. Yeah, it is. Oh, I know. Yeah, I once, um, we tried a bunch of different things from them. There's a... um, Right. Local meal delivery service kit thingy, like, you know, where you get all the ingredients and you make it um and they used to get they'd get a lot of stuff from them from herbivorous booker booker butcher okay and their ribs were one of the meals once and i couldn't eat phenomenal i couldn't eat them because they freaked me out too much why because it was like as a vegetarian i mean i haven't had red meat since i was what nine yeah, I think some, something like that, yes. Ish. And mm-hmm. so the consistency, I'm not a texture person or like a consistency person. Like textures don't bother me. I can eat, I eat pretty much anything other than meat. And, mm-hmm. but eating it and chewing it was just like a texture and a consistency that I am just not <laughs> familiar with. So, so you are with. a texture person. <laughs> you didn't like it. But it was, no, it was just so, it was just like meat. I was like, this is like eating meat. And it freaked me out. I was like, I can't eat this. What? It's weirding it, me out it, too much. It's the same it's thing delicious. with, it's the same thing with Impossible Burgers. I like, every yes. once in a while I get one and I'm like, I can't eat this. It's weirding me out too much. Well, Even though I know it's vegan, but it just is so close to meat that my I'm just a little like, ugh. So if, you, if you're a vegan, why is it so important for you to eat something like meat? It makes no sense. It's not really. I think most of, like, Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat and stuff, they're more gearing towards meat eaters, not vegans and vegetarians. Because vegans and vegetarians are just going to be vegan and vegetarian because... They want to, right. and that's important to them. They're trying to replace meat with overprocessed vegetables. Makes with no sense. vegan things because it's better for the environment. And uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't it know is. about that. Okay. the other thing is, is that you know, vegetarians get a lot of times their options are so limited. You know, it's like they go to a family picnic and everybody's having a burger, but you're you're the vegetarian, so you can't have a burger. Well, yeah, just kind of. And burgers are kind of like, why shouldn't there be? a burger made of some sort of grain or something. That seems well, like there's an always, easy thing to make. Yeah, and there's always been black bean burgers and stuff like that, but you can't throw one of those right, on the grill. Right. It's like, it's really, like, no. last summer, I ate a ton of Beyond Meat burgers and brats because it was like, when people get together in the summer, everybody grills burgers and brats. And yeah, so it's just yeah. nice to, like, okay, I can just buy this, and I always have it in the freezer, and it's easy, and mm. people don't need to worry about me because for so long... Everyone, what's Alex going to eat? Well, what could she possibly eat? What in the world does she even eat? It's like, I didn't. Oh my gosh, I just, not even fish. It's like, I can, I, I don't eat that much fish. But I, people that 
you know, Dan's family, when we first met, they were so concerned about feeding me all the time because they had no idea what I was going to eat when we got together. I was like, really? It's not that big of a deal. I can just eat, like, give me some rice. I'll live. But, I don't know. But if we could just backtrack just for a minute. Let me help you understand this. You can, there's, an, there's animals that will go eat things that you cannot eat and make meat and you eat. Yet you're going to take huh? food that you can eat, just eat. And make it into something else and lose a lot of the nutrition and a lot of the, the va- nutritional value of that food to make something that's like something that you can get without having to feed it anything that you can eat. It, makes no, it just sort of doesn't make any sense. Well, it just, it's a very big part of it is the environmental aspect of it and lessening your intake uh-huh. of meat generally people say is better for your health not not okay. not eating meat ever just not eating so much meat. because i mean if you look at the average yeah, american because well. i mean burger king they have an impossible whopper now you can get a vegan burger at burger king and some people i mean i they, you could i think you could give most people an impossible burger think, and they'd I, have no idea i'll take exception i don't know that the vegan but the burger part is what's killing you there. I think it's the milkshake, maybe the French fries, and maybe a thousand other things that are there that are just Well, yeah, but I'm just saying brute. so yeah. many people eat know. way more meat than is healthy for you. Yeah, well, I just I don't know that. I, I really What I would like to see, what I would like to see is I'd like to see the energy environmental impact spreadsheet for processing food that you can eat into something that is like something else. Well, yeah, but compared, I mean, it's compared, not no, like... compared to meat, an animal, that you can just eat. But if you... Okay, so look at... the Most meat that people eat is highly processed. Burger King, McDonald's, KFC. What do you mean processed? KFC, it's ground. And added a bunch of shit into it. Like a yeah, burger from McDonald's. Burger King, I don't really trust. They're not just beef. I'm sure there's say... MSG. There's tons of preservatives. If you leave a McDonald's burger out for two years, it doesn't grow mold. It doesn't do anything. Well, it looks I, I, exactly I, the same because there's so many hyperbole. preservatives. That's just the salt. It's so salty. Well, that nothing can live on it. Just so, tons so, of but what sh- they do is they extend the meat with... TVP, textured vegetable protein. You that's don't one know. Of the, you have no idea what they are putting in it. That's one of the additives. <laughs> one. <laughs> but you don't know what's going into these vegan burgers. Yeah, they have all the ingredients oh, listed the ingredients. on the back. And you know what one of them is? It's processed natural flavors, which are, they take the beet juice. I'm not saying of, that well, it's, I get I so know. sick of constantly defending every word that comes out of my mouth in the show, I can't even tell you. Well, that's well. not defending. Oh, no, but, it's just a constantly, every person just has to disagree with me all of the time and it gets really irritating no i just want to understand it i just want to understand it i I, I, I I do that sorry i need to like leave you do huh what because it's just every single thing that i talk about it's like no you're wrong this is it but everything always just gets spun into I just said that it is an environmental, there is an environmental impact of meat, of factory farming. There is. Maybe I'm horribly wrong and stupid. I just no. shouldn't talk anymore. No, no. Wait no. a second. I just introduced you to the restaurant so you'd be happy for Christ's sake. I know, but it's you just, like these people. I know, but every single day on this show, it just, it gets really wearing. 
Let's change the subject. Welcome please. to my world. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to Andy. You suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just goes okay. We got to take a break anyway. We'll be right back for the final segment with the family. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here with John Schwartz, co-owner with brother Joe of AAA Movers, local and family-owned since 1964. John, can you break down your triple guarantee for our friends that are listening? I was afraid you were going to ask me that, Tom. But here goes just the same. There's our price guarantee. We don't play games with our price quotes like the other guys. There's our safety guarantee. Your health and safety of items is our number one concern. And our satisfaction guarantee. Bottom line, we're not satisfied with your move until you are. Is there a free thing guarantee? Of course. Mention Tom Bernard or KQ and you'll get a free moving box kit with every move. And you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers. Ladies and gentlemen, your move is always triple guaranteed with triple A movers. That's our price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. Triple A movers, you may not move every day, but they do. Da, 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 da. I'm rocking out. Is that how the singing goes in that? It is. That's what I'd like to know, ladies and gentlemen. In any case, we are moving right along. Thank you again to William Sadler. Thanks to Tim Lammers for being on. Got a lot of stuff straightened away, a lot of stuff taken care of. You know what I'm talking about. A lot right? of good things. Trying to trying to figure out the world around us. Mm-hmm. I know. And I did like William Sadler's take when he said, hey, we'll get through this. Don't worry about it. I love hearing that because you don't hear that anywhere right now. Yeah, we will get through it. We need some optimism. Need the optimism. We do. No doubt about it. Works for me. That's all I I have to say to anyone. It does work for me. Um, You know, I talk about that. People have asked me, why are you in such a good mood now? Because I can't be in a bad mood or a mediocre mood because people are, I just face with these psychotic statements coming their way constantly. I would like them to enjoy. Like I said, get out there and enjoy your family, your loved ones, your friends, your coworkers, whatever. Have a good time, man. Go for a walk. Go for a bike ride. Do it. I was sixty. Oh, by the way, Alex, those pictures you sent me of the bike ride and then the fawny, red, white, and blue fawny. She is not here. Oh. She actually left. No, she She's left a just, bunch of crap here. She, no, she just stepped out. She, she was truly. Oh, she stressed. stepped out for a second. Truly mm-hmm. stressed. So. 
I think she's just stressed right. And I don't know why she is. So why is she so stressed right now, Catherine? Uh, she has two kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a lot. Yeah, that'll, a well, lot yeah who knows if they slept last night? Well, that's it really true. has to do with who's sleeping. Yeah. You know, you, it, it's, it's hard to comprehend uh, the responsibilities of a mother or a parent, but mother in particular. They yeah. usually take the brunt of not sleeping when it comes to kids. No doubt about that. I got to read you a story, and I was kind of hoping Alex would be in here for this story. But I can get back to it, I suppose. Her name is Sister Anne Rose New Tong. And the Catholic nun is emerging as a hero in Myanmar's deadly unrest. On Monday, the 45-year-old knelt in front of armed soldiers about to crack down on protesters in the city of Myitkinya. Uh, pleaded with them to hold fire, uh, reports AFP. The moment is captured in the video. I knelt down begging them not to shoot and torture the children, but to shoot and kill me, please. Shoot and kill me instead, she tells the news agency of the confrontation. Her plea fell on deaf ears, however. Soldiers soon opened fire and killed at least two protesters. I felt like the world was crashing. She said, I'm very sad it has happened. I was begging them to shoot and kill me instead of anyone else. This isn't the sister's first such confrontation. She made a similar plea on February 28th when it was been called Myanmar's Tiananmen Moment, per Sky News. Video from NBC News shows her kneeling in front of police in riot gear on that day. Uh, I decided to die, she told Sky News after the incident. I was asking and begging them not to do it, and I told them the protester didn't commit any crime. It's a safe bet that Monday's confrontation won't be her last. I have thought myself dead already since the February incident, till she tells AFP. I cannot stand and watch without doing anything. There are people out there who love mankind and womankind so much they would give their lives to protect them. I think that's one of the most special stories I've read in a long time. The, she knelt down and put her hands up and said, just go ahead and shoot and kill me. Jeez. The bravery is hard to uh, understand in that situation because Myanmar and their Buddhist, Muslim mm-hmm. kind of unrest, uh, they really they, they, they insist that the Bengalis who came from, from Bangladesh are just the worst people in the world, and they've tried to push them out. And they have this huge genocide, culture side, call it what you want there. It's a, and for her to do that is unbelievable because it's really been brutal there. I mean, brutal as it gets. Now, what did Myanmar used to be? What was that again? Burma. 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 Yeah, there you go. That's where my aunt was uh, stationed in World War II, was in Burma. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Spent a lot of time there. What did she so do? So I have a question. She was a, a nurse. nurse. Yeah. She was a nurse in World War II, one of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. Mm-hmm. She was just a terrific person. Uh, so what, is it now called Myanmar Shave? <laughs> God, well, that's an old reference. Yeah, that Whoa. is a really yeah. old yeah. reference. What even was Burma Shave? Was it Burma shaving shave cream? Went out of business shaving before cream. Myanmar even existed. But... <laughs> you think so? Burma Shave. Remember they used to have the road signs, Ralphie? <laughs> yeah. Ralphie's the only one old enough to remember the road signs. Yeah, all over the Southwest. They were all over the Southwest. Uh, Burma Shave basically stopped existing in 1963. Wow. That is an old thing. Uh, But apparently in 1997, they reintroduced it as a nostalgic thing. When did they? It does still exist, 97. 97. So you can still get it. Uh, I don't know if you can still get it, but you could for a little bit. But no, I don't think... 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's officially dead at this point. Who made it? Was it a giant corporation or? It was its own thing, I oh. think. Oh, well, it was Nobody introduced by the Burma Vita Company. Burma Vita. Uh, earned, Life in Burma. Yes, uh, owned by Clinton Odell, whoever that was. Clinton Odell. But yeah, but it, was, it was an it was an independent company that eventually got bought by the. American Safety Razor Company, which oh yeah, sure, is apparently a big became, thing. became Gillette. Didn't that become Gillette? Uh, no, they are a competitor no, it didn't. of okay. Gillette. Well, they are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to. You'd be driving down the highways because there were not a lot of freeways back then. Okay. Uh, they came into place. Do you want to uh, hear something? Apparently not in the middle of what I'm talking, <laughs> but go ahead. Hmm. She's got some. Oh, you got a you got a poem? No, there's a song, Burma Shave. Okay, are we gonna? Now, of course, it won't. Yeah, oh, sounds about right. There we go. Added to library. Oh, for the love of God, Catherine! <clears throat> really, really, you got it. Really cooking. I don't know. No question it about it. Why do they do this? Why can't I just p- click on stuff and have it there? I will tell you, the kind of thing that Catherine's looking for, probably what that thing's about, hopefully she can bring it up here, but you would drive down these highway side, and then these signs would be in the ditches that would say things like, there was an old woman who lived in a shoe, and here's what you should do. Use Burma Shave. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it'd be on like four different signs. It'd be a sign about, what, every 50 feet, something like that? Which I wonder why they let them do that could be rather distracting for people driving 75 miles an hour on a one lane road. You would think. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that might be a little too distracting to be doing that kind of thing, but you know, it's, it is what it is, I guess. What you, you got <laughs> I don't know. Guessing? It keeps on saying I have to open it up in Apple, and then I put it in there, and it's not there. And... Yeah, that's why Apple sucks. <sighs> I love it. Yeah, I downloaded it. Oh, here. There you go. Is that the Isley Brothers, or I mean the? What were the name of those two brothers? I don't know talking about. But... God, I can't remember their names though. Of course, I couldn't remember Ty Cobb's name today. Was that tell you? Oh, what the, the Everly Brothers? That's it what is the Everly Brothers. Oh, it is right. the Everly Brothers. It is. 1977. They wrote this. It sure did sound like them. Oh man, that's got to be okay, now the Everly turn Brothers. Off thingy. Catherine, you're yeah, on fire make today. It stop. You're on fire. That's all I have to say, ladies and gentlemen. Go. Now I've got that on my playlist, so when I'm listening to it, all of a sudden Burma Shave. Burma Shave. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear that the uh, the two German shepherds... Uh, now, the Bidens didn't have dogs before they moved into the White House, did they? No, they did. Oh, they did? did yeah, they? they had two German shepherds, didn't they? Oh, I thought the German shepherds came with when they moved into the White House because they moved the German shepherds out of the White House. Yeah, I heard that they got kicked out because somebody bit somebody. Yeah, the yeah. one dog kept biting the people in the White House. It's like, what are you doing? The dog keeps biting people. Yeah, they That's got not, sent uh, back to Delaware where the Bidens they did, are yeah. from. I, yeah, I don't know if when he was elected, he instantly ran out and got dogs because people seem to like that, or if they had dogs beforehand. I oh, don't God, know. have you read the uh, the uh, Twitter account of those dogs? 
No. It's no. Almost, it's an unofficial thing, I think, but it's very <laughs> you hope? horrible. White House dogs? Yeah. What do you mean horrible? It's the whole thing is like, I am positive that Biden is the woofingest president. It's, it's god Oh, God. It's oh, so horrible. God. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Very, very embarrassing. <laughs> Champ and Major were born in 2008. That's a very... Well, Champ is. Uh, oh, so Champ is 12. Major right. is only three. Uh, Champ is right. old. Yes, exactly. Champ, that is an old German Shepherd, yes. Yeah, it is. And Major's probably was doing the biting. That three-year-old's a the teenager. The younger ones, yeah. yep. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. They have had your... Champ since... Yeah, I think... 2008. So, but then Major was a rescue 2018. So, they have had the dogs for a while. Anybody that takes a, a rescue is, is a saint. Good man. Their problems can come with that. Yeah, Bella was, yeah. she wasn't aggressive. Well, I mean, she was aggressive, but she was so small that it didn't oh, matter. Oh, God, yes. But she also, she didn't like try to kill people she just kind of freaked out at certain people but it's like if she was a german shepherd that would have been a problem people. yeah <laughs> that would have been a real problem uh but i'm yes, gonna point this out the younger one was the biter apparently he bit a security guard yes and apparently he, he has well, been known for being agitated they're gonna kick out they're not gonna live with their elderly dog I don't know if nope. it was just Major that got sent back. No, they both did. They both got sent back. Oh, well, that's oh, I don't crappy. Like that at all. It yeah. really is too bad. Hmm. No question you Love me, it. love my dog, everybody in the White House is how it's yeah. going to be. Typically, that behavior is very simple to clear up. It only takes about six weeks in a good trainer's hand, and that no longer yeah. happens. You know, they, nope. they, yeah. they, it, it's, unfortunately, you have to be stern with an animal that's like that. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't hurt them, but I mean, you can't, you have to be completely consistent and not allow them that behavior. And then pretty much they stop doing it, realizing that, hey, I don't want to be sterned again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yell that again. Unless you're Daisy. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, God. Oh, I should have told you what uh, Daisy got up to yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. So we come back home, and Daisy is up three pounds. Because someone, I'm not going to say who, was watching her and apparently didn't uh, know how Daisy... Three pounds in five In five days, days, yes. Well, to be fair, some of that poundage was because uh, Daisy has learned that if you pull on the tablecloth, then things fall on the ground. So she got two sandwiches during uh, our absence. Uh, Oh, dear. Yeah, she wasn't supposed to get those. And then the day we come back, uh, well, no, it was yesterday. We went out for an hour to go to, oh, to return some jeans. We come back, and Daisy has eaten six uh, chocolate protein bars. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, those were also on the table. Lucky to be alive. Uh, It barely affected her. I don't know how. Really? Yeah. Chocolate? I mean, she doesn't, she didn't feel good, obviously. She was doing that thing where she, like, couldn't get comfortable, so she was just flopping all over the place. Well, you, you'd well, be they can actually die, die from that. that. If, if I ate six of those bars, I would be very uncomfortable. But, oh, God. Yeah, but, no, she was, uh, yeah, she didn't uh, get sick or anything, but she did get extremely bloated, and, yeah, she was outside for probably a solid eight hours yesterday taking care of things. 
She's saying Alex's dog ate chocolate, and she did something. I can't remember what. She treated it. Hmm. And yeah, it was Birch. At least it was a big dog. Yeah, I really you got something. Uh, some oh, dogs no. cannot take any chocolate. Like my yeah, Jack no. Russell, Cassie, he couldn't have any of it. He got very, very yeah. sick. But then Daisy, she can eat. Apparently, she can eat as much chocolate as she wants. Maybe she's the next evolution of dog. She's got the theobromine <sighs> enzymes. Scary. She's clearing it up. Just, yeah. She just de- de- deactivates it, and that's it. Apparently. I don't know. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to put the dog on the diet? <laughs> yes, she's getting very small dinners for the next several weeks. Oh, <laughs> three pounds! Uh-oh. Three pounds in five days. I mean, relative to her size, twenty percent. That, that would be like a human gaining, yeah, like th- thirty pounds in five days. <laughs> I can't even. I don't think it's physically possible to gain that much weight in five days, unless maybe you just like drank vegetable oil. Or you go on a cruise ship. Or yeah, eat any cruise food. Uh, did anybody gain any weight in Disney World? No, we walked so much that we did not. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I walked ninety-six thousand steps. Yeah, we were at over about five days, fifteen thousand a day. Yeah, we were. I was at about nineteen thousand a day. Mm-hmm. We got to move along. That's yeah. going to wrap it up. So we will talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>